All right, everyone. Welcome to Surrounded by Grace, a podcast by the Our Lady of Grace Youth Ministry. I'm one of your hosts, Jesse. I'm Mikey. I'm Izzy. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, we want to give a shout out to all our listeners. When we do our, our, our app that tells us our analytics, we want to give a shout out to some of these countries that we didn't know we were in. So we want to give a shout out, obviously, to the U.S. 96% of our listeners are there. We also have Guatemala. Woo! We got Germany. We got Slovakia. And we have Portugal, Australia, and Brazil. Yeah, so that's that's kind of crazy. I did not know we were going to go this global with our podcast. That's crazy to think about that there's listeners who aren't in the U.S. and like sort of outside of like the people we tell, you know? Yeah, we're definitely happy to uh, look at it every single week and kind of see who's listening. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Grazie. Prego. Or, well, that's Italian. We don't have Italian this year. <laughs> Not yet. Obrigado or obrigada for our Portuguese and Brazilian. Uh, so how are you guys doing? How is life treating you? Um, things are okay. Uh, the talk is on the rise about um, LUSD kids coming back to school late April, early May. Um, and at first I was really excited. And then I felt like, so, uh, like we talked about it in class and everyone was sort of like, well, we might as well just finish the year uh, in person. And I like... I don't know. I just kind of thought about it a little bit and I was like, I would be pretty content if we finished the year online, but I just really want a, uh, a an in-person graduation one way or another because mm. I feel like I've worked all these years and I like not for it to be, you know, just with my family online. I want my family to be there, of course, but like, you know, that's supposed to be a really special moment that you share with your friends and, you know, your friends aren't with you. So um, that's been sort of on my my uh, my mind recently. What about you, Izzy? Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like we worked this hard and then just kind of getting there and it's not the same as what we were expecting. Um, I've been doing well. I got into University of San Diego. So nice job. Um, and I'm, I didn't realize it, but I applied to so many schools that <laughs> I still have nine to hear back from. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Like nine schools. I have seven UCs and then San Diego State and University of Washington. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm chilling. Like I know I have an idea where I'm going to go, but I haven't even gotten to most of my schools yet. So I was like, oh, all right, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> awesome. Well, congratulations once again. I know that's one of your top schools, right? Yeah, for sure. UCSD? Oh, I got into University of San Diego, so I'm still waiting on UCSD. Oh, UCSD. Yes. Okay. Yeah. USD. Yes. There yeah. There's like three universities there. There's the UC, the state one, and yeah. the private one. Yeah. <laughs> so... Alrighty. Um, well, how are you guys uh, doing with your senioritis? Now that I kind of see like you're going to either come back to school, you're kind of deciding college. How is senioritis treating you right now? Like, are you are you ready to make those next steps or are you kind of like, I kind of want this to last a little bit longer, like this high school, maybe not the online one, but how are you guys feeling? Um, well, <laughs> It's funny you mention that because um, recently, like, school has been kind of nuts, like, with the amount of, like, long-term projects they're, they're, they're giving us. And with each project, I've been sort of, like, been knocking them out last minute. And I'm like, oh, God, like, I normally wouldn't do this. Uh, I'm like, so if, if senioritis isn't a thing, I don't know what to call this. But, <laughs> um, but um, like, like, now we have two assignments coming up. And, uh, and yesterday and today, I was like, all right, I'm going to get started on both of them. I haven't touched either of them yet. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. It's kind of hard. It's just because I can see the finish line 
I kind of want to just like take it easy, but like when when you see the finish line, you want to go harder, not not slow down, you know. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I feel the same way. I think my senioritis and my fear of failure are not very happy with each other right now because um, I've been leaving everything to the last second and then I'm like, wait a second, I think I should probably do those assignments and then I'm like super late at night and then I have to do my assignments. Um, but my school has been doing really cool things to kind of keep us in a good mood and, and happy. And so actually last week what we did is we had a drive-in movie at my school. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we watched 10 Things I Hate About You and we, <laughs> and we drove in. <laughs> It was super, it was super, super cute, like the way that they set it up. Um, and although we couldn't like get out of our cars to do anything, I got to see my friends again, which was super cool. And and I haven't really seen many of them in person because we've just been locked in our houses. And so it was the, kind of the first time that at least half of the senior class kind of got together and it was super, I was super excited to see them. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, and that kind of... Uh Remind me, like, everything you guys are just talking about, like, that senioritis is kind of, like, I'm feeling the same thing with uh, with our wedding planning. I kind of, I don't want to call it senioritis, but, like, senioritis. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the, the excitement of starting our life together, but also, like, the fear of, but I, I think it's, like, a good fear. It's not a bad fear. It's a good fear of, like, you we don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to work out, but we're just excited to uh, start together. And then I have, like, a little countdown right here. And I remember when that thing was like at 270 or 280 and I was like, damn, that's <laughs> so far. And now it's like literally at 38 right now. And I'm like, oh it's going to be at single digits before I know it. <laughs> so I kind of understand that uh, that feeling. Definitely. Uh, so uh, Izzy, you kind of mentioned like your friends, like seeing them at that drive-in. Uh, and that's going to be kind of on our topic today that we're going to hit on friendships, healthy friendships and unhealthy friendships, you know, just friendships in general. Um, and we hope that if you're listening, this would be kind of a good way just to evaluate where you're at with your friendships. And, uh, you know, we all have great friends and we all have friends that maybe the friendship didn't work out. Didn't mean they're a bad person or you're a bad person. It just didn't work out, you know, just like relationships. But we're going to talk about those and what we what what God is calling us to have in healthy friendships. So, uh, Mikey, how how would you rate the the friends in your life right now? Like the people that you have around you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, like the numbers vary between each person, but I'd say as a whole, like my friend group is uh, I oh to put a number on it. Oh my gosh, I thought I, <laughs> I thought I was like oh yes, it's this, but I'm like, well, it's it's hard to put a number on it because like quarantine is sort of a uh distance us i know you didn't mean for it to just sort of drag on like this you just wanted a number but i really think about this uh but just to put a number i would say probably a seven okay seven out of ten i was gonna say a seven too but yeah i i i think i agree with you for sure as i get older i think i'm starting to learn that a couple amazing friends are way better than a ton of maybe not so great friends um and so as I'm starting to kind of get ready for this next, you know, stage in my life, I think I'm starting to kind of realize who's a really good friend and, and who I want to keep in my life and, and maybe who I can leave in this stage. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and it's super difficult and it's, it takes a lot of like thinking and, and even not even thinking about it so much, but kind of just like feeling it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I would say a seven. There's always things to improve on, but I do feel uh, very lucky with the people that I am surrounded by. Agreed. I know I, when I reflect on my life, I think right now with the friends that I have, like, I think you hit it on the on the mark, Mikey, that it is kind of hard to quantify friendships right now because, you know, we don't see each other like we used to. We don't hang out like we used to. Uh, and But I think overall, like I still keep in contact with everyone, whether it's through a text message or like we've done some Zoom calls here and there and stuff like that. And others, we we're able to see each other from a distance outside and stuff like that. So I think the overall friends, I would give like a solid seven and a half or eight. Uh, how deep all those friendships are is different. One thing I'm learning, I think I've been seeing that the last five years, you know, I think you're kind of hitting it on the mark. Is he like, who's someone that you kind of leave in this stage of life? Cause that was just their end game in a sense. Like this is as far as I can go with them. Not because they're bad people or I'm better than them or vice versa. It's just, I'm going this way. They're going that way, but somehow we'll meet if we have to meet, you know, uh, if life brings us together. So let me ask you guys, if who is, you don't have to say their name, but what is one quality you love about your best friend? Um, so we kind of kind of throw it out there like good qualities that friends have. So you can name your best friend if you want. Um, but if not, you can give them a shout out. Uh, at least give us like their quality. Like what, what, what do you love about one thing you love about them? Um, so where are you at, Mikey? What do you or Izzy? Um, I have a couple of really amazing best friends and I don't know that I could pick out exactly one, but there's a quality that I've found that I kind of look for in other people. And it's kind of just like an understanding, um, like especially right now and, and going through like every difficult part of life. Um, it's really hard to find someone that when you're in a bad mood or when you're in a good mood, they're going to understand that you're just like, like they're going to give you love no matter what. Mm. For sure. And so I think just, just finding someone who, um, won't ditch you at the first sight of, of a bad mood or um, will always be kind of by your side and you, someone you know you can lean on no matter what. Um, I think that's like the, the most precious quality that I've seen in uh, my best friend and best friends. Yeah. Wow, that's an amazing quality. Um, <laughs> and I would completely agree with that. Um, I think about my best friend and I think about um, sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, um, sort of how... Uh, <laughs> They like the way they're so forgiving, I guess, because I tend to make a lot of mistakes <laughs> sometimes. Um, but they're ones to reassure me that like not everything should be um, like not everything needs to be blamed. You know, mm. um, not every action needs to be someone's fault. It can things can just sort of like wash over if they really need to. Um, but like. I don't know. I just I just think of this person and I'm like, this is the person of like, this is the embodiment of like what makes me happy, you know? Like someone who's down to have a good time, but also someone who knows like sort of what I like. Um, it's hard to place a quality on it. Um, but like, uh, I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to think of like what makes a really good friend. Someone who's definitely, because this person has been there for me since since I've met them. Um, and I'm very thankful for them for that. Um, and then as a result, I try to always be there, uh, for them as well, um, through all of our hard times. So I think the memories that we make together is what, what makes us such good friends. Yeah. I think when I, I think of my best friend that I've known since he was, uh, 
Oh, we we're about like 10 or 11 when we met in this now over 20 years of friendship. Um, just like a good sense of, of understanding one another and accepting one another in different life stages. Like, I think we went from being kids to teenagers to young adults, from young adults to adults. Um, and now, you know, he, he's going to become a father. So like, wow. even like in those stages of life, like, man, we've, we've seen each other grow and yet, Sometimes we disagree with things, but we still come to one another um, and support one another. And sometimes we challenge one another. That's one thing I, I think a good friend should do, too, like challenge you and call you on your BS, you know, like not offend you, but like challenge you. Like, hey, man, do you really think that's good? And make you weigh out the options. And either way, they're still going to support you. Yeah. Because uh, I always feel that with 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 my best friend. Like, he's always really good at at that, like challenging each other, but also supporting each other and all that. For sure. That's super important in in relationships and that kind of will boost you from a friendship into a best friendship. Mm-hmm. So. Like being, uh, you know, that, that the true intimacy, like being vulnerable with one another, but also challenging one another because you can see like, hey, come on, like you don't have to lie to me. You don't have you don't have to tell me the BS. You can just be straight out with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Um, what, what what have you guys seen? And let's not point finger that anyone. But I think for young people, whether you're a teen or young adult, or even an adult, uh, what are the, the things that could be toxic at times in friendships? Because friendships can sometimes start off good and then somehow they go sour. You know, it's human nature. We're all humans and we're all going to make mistakes. Uh, right. Um, so what have been maybe like toxic things that you've seen in friendships you've been in or friendships that have affected you personally? What have been like uh, those not so good things? I see it sometimes between my friends where one person's pride gets like clouds their judgment where like they refuse to sort of get an understanding for each other. Um, trying not to be too specific with my, um, my description. Uh, there was a quarrel between two of my friends and, um, and it was a quarrel that's, but that was like sort of stretched out for a long time it was like it was one of those things where it's like i hate you and then two days later it's like oh we're best friends again and then a week later i hate you and it just kept going on like that until like one of them had like enough and sort of decided to actually like take a break um but like but the problem with that was one of them was being too prideful to sort of understand how one person felt because there was there's been there were a few instances where like the 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 prideful person was sort of um doing things that made the other one uncomfortable um and sort of not really respecting much many things about the other person um so i just feel like in terms of toxicity it comes from a lot of lack of respect lack of understanding um and sort of refusal to sort of like be vulnerable you know because we're it's always easy to to want to be this really cool person this really amazing person to someone but it's not going to be the same if you don't sort of humble yourself you know yeah for sure um i think and and that kind of goes off of what i was going to say too things that kind of will harm a friendship are the opposite things of what we just said what we need in a friendship and so um, like a lack of understanding or miscommunication, which is so like communication is kind of like, I feel like the most important part of a friendship and um, having a relationship with other people 
And so not being able to have that um, can can lead to people. And, and I've seen this in friendships in my life and in other people's lives where um, you, didn't, you don't want to go down this dark path and, and separation and you kind of do it without knowing. And then there's just a separation of that belonging with each other. And I, and I feel like uh, communication is so important because one situation can flip the whole friendship around and it's not anybody's fault and it's not anybody wanting to do that or anybody wanting to kind of like separate, but it's kind of this misunderstanding that happens that is kind of detrimental. Yeah. yeah I think you're hitting communication in every relationship is key, you know, even with kids and their parents, uh, husband and wife or friends or siblings. Uh, and if you're not communicating well, uh, it's going to hurt the relationship, you know? And also if you're, if it's not communicating well, how to like work through it. I think that's the, cause then it becomes toxic. People get angry at each other. Pride comes in. Uh, and you know, pride can be an ugly thing where it's like, well, I'm not going to apologize or you're, um, you owe me an apology, so I'm not going to do anything. And that's like, the, and I see that with a lot of friendships, you know, like, like, well, we're just at a standing war, you know? And like both sides, not just one, both sides need to break down their, their pride and their ego and just say what happened, apologize, work through it. And if the friendship's called to be deep and loving again, that's great. If not, if it's just called to be, you know, nice and respectful, but we're not going to hold on to that anger. That's the most important thing, you know, that we, we don't leave a friendship in a negative view and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, so, and I, I think, uh, one thing we could maybe talk about right now, uh, in the transition period that both of you guys are on, uh, how, how was that transition making friends from, let's say, middle school going to high school? And now you guys are going to go through the next challenge of going from high school to college. You know, uh, how, how was that transition for you guys when you went from middle school to high school, uh, making friends uh, or keeping friends that you had beforehand? Because maybe you went to the same middle school and now you're going to the same high school. How was that transition for you guys? I think... Um... I came from a class of 32 into a class of 302. Um, and so it was kind of interesting to see. I knew that it was going to be like a reality, um, a shift of reality or or something like that. And And I was expecting that, but I don't think I really anticipated what was going to happen because nobody really knows. I, I, I'm the oldest. And so I, I never had a, like an older sibling who went to um, high school and kind of had to go through that before me. And so um, going to high school was definitely a big change. I struggled with friendships. I think I was in like three friend groups in the beginning of the year. And, and at my school, like that's really important. Like the people that you hang out with, I've seen um, some friendships and friend groups go from freshman year all the way to senior year. And then I've seen people go from place to place. And that's kind of where I've been. Um, I think it was really difficult to kind of go into groups where I was seeing myself become some someone that I didn't want to be and surround myself with people that I really didn't relate to and, and kind of only do it because uh, that was what other people were doing and it was the popular thing and stuff like that. And um, it's definitely taken me a while. Uh, my family and I always joke around because we're like, oh, well, quarantine happened and I just found my friends. Like I don't, <laughs> like I just found the people who I know I should have been with throughout mm. all of high school. And mm -hmm. and this is kind of 
where I'm at right now, like not being able to see everybody, but it's definitely taken a second to kind of realize like, do I want to be with these people because they're cool? Or do I want to be with these people because they're going to support me like a best friend should, or like, um, someone even, even just like a friend group, like if they're not inviting me to things, I think that's a sign. Or like, if I feel uncomfortable, then that maybe is someone, it's a different way of telling me like, this is not right for you. So, yeah. Um, it's an, that's a very interesting question. And I literally just went through the whole process of thinking in my head, but, um, um, I, <laughs> I had the same friends for middle school as I did in elementary school because my, my elementary school was both. It was an elementary and a middle school and a kindergarten. Um, so everyone I knew in kindergarten, I knew until eighth grade. Um, so I don't even remember how I made the friends I did in kindergarten, but I, I was their friend until middle school. Um, granted I made a few more as I got older and older and I lost some as I got older and over or older and older. Um, but, uh, high school was that, that first, uh, as Izzy said, like reality shift where I was technically, I was technically on my own. Um, except I wasn't because I was going in. Uh, I went into orientation with one friend from my middle school and through her, I sort of made my friend group that I have today. That's actually how I made all my friends in high school is through her because one way or another, they knew, they knew her, they got introduced to our friend group and they either chose to stay or to leave. Um, and that's sort of how I made my friends. And now that I'm sort of going, I'm going into college technically by myself because I don't know anyone who's going to where I'm going. Um, and I'm going to be in a completely new state, um, a completely new environment. And I'm nervous. I'm very nervous about, um, how it's gonna, how it's gonna work. But (laughs) I feel like I have a few methods (laughs) of how I'm going to make friends. My biggest thing is I've been working on baking. So if Mm. worse comes to worse, you know, (laughs) my, my roommates wake up to 3am cookies, you know, Hey, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. Yeah, And I, 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 I try to remember how it was like transitioning to in those two transitions. I remember the high school I went to, there were very few people from my middle school and you just, I just automatically clinged on to them the first like month. Then after a while, like, all right, cool. They're just not the people I want to hang out with, you know, and then made new friends. And then transitioning from high school to college, I just remember uh, no one went, it was like a storm where everybody goes because no one goes to the same college. It's like, it's, it's hard that everyone's going to go to the same one. So I just remember, the first few years, I was like, all right, I'm, I don't really have any friends. I'm just going to school and getting my stuff done, and that's it. Maybe because I went to a community college. I went to Pierce College, so you just clung, uh, clinged on to the same friends, mainly the friends from church. That was really, like, who, like, I, I stayed with. You know, I remember driving uh, with <laughs> – it was the best and worst semester of my life. <laughs> like, we all drove – I was driving my car, and I would pick up all my friends, my best friend – well, then that, so he lived two houses down. So we went in my car. We went to go pick up one friend. Then we went to go pick up another friend. And I just remember we we're always late because we we're like, hey, let's go to Mickey D's. Hey, let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> let's go to Jamba Juice. Um, and it was funny because the great conversations were there, the friendship. But we would always be arriving late to class. And then, or it, it was it was like the greatest semester in a sense of friendship. But it was also really bad because school-wise, I remember how to, like, uh, what's it called? Um 
fight some of the 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 grades I had. I'm like, no, it's not because of this. Oh my it, it like hit me where um, I had to withdraw one class because I'm like, I am the the first class because I was arriving late. Professor's like, hey man, this is not high school anymore. You can't be showing up 15, 20 minutes late. Like, come on, like and get your s together. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna withdraw. And then I had to protest that withdrawal, and I, it, it was really dumb. So I highly recommend get good friends. I mean, entertainment wise, get that, but also good friends that are gonna push you. I think we're just way too young and immature to go to school together and drive together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going going off of that, um, I think as we go through these different transitions, whether it's like in school or just in life, um, we go through these stages, whether we realize it or not. And something that always stays in my head that. Um, I think about when I look at look back at all of my friendships is people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And it's it like once you kind of think about that, like there's no real negativity towards any friendships that you've had and and whether it was your fault that the friendship broke up or not, um, it's either for a lesson or a blessing. Like there there's always a reason why um God put those people into your life. And I think that that's important to understand because um, if you weren't late to that class or something like that, then you wouldn't have realized that maybe that wasn't the right class for you or um, just different things in our lives that I think, um, like looking back at all of the friendships that I've had, I don't look at it with a negative light, I think, because it's there's a reason why I was supposed to not maybe not hang out with other people um, and, and that was the reason. And, and some people, I feel like when you kind of have this connection with people and you kind of realize that they're in there for a reason and a lifetime, like that's, that's something that's super yeah. special that's, too. Indeed. I definitely agree with that. Um, and especially I, I'm thinking about my friendships too. And like, um, sort of what makes a, a, a healthy relationship between friends. And, um, like I said earlier, like, like some of the toxic points of, of a friendship is like sort of where conflicts come up. Um, but I really thought about it now and I'm like, what really makes a healthy friendship and a friendship that will last a lifetime, as Izzy said, is one that who is, is a relationship where you can problem solve together. Mm. Um, because problems will arise no matter what. I don't care if they're your best friend you've known forever. Um, one way or another, something's going to come up between you two. Conflict is going to arise. Exactly. Um, but if you guys don't know how to sort of f- settle it or, uh, talk it out, then it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Um, and people, that's when people sort of leave your life. Um, and that's something I've, I've noticed in my life and other people's lives and experiences shared throughout, um, uh, throughout everyone, you know, even on social media, you see it all the time. There's always some sort of drama going on either at your school or in your friend groups or something. Um, and for listeners who sort of want like advice with that, something I've learned is that, um, like I said earlier, you got to learn when, when like in conflicts, everyone wants to be right. Sure. But, um, oftentimes there's just a misunderstanding. And if you guys take the time to talk to each other and communicate, which we've been saying throughout this whole episode is communication. You want to talk to each other and gain an understanding of both sides of the problem. And if you really can't come to a to a sort of what's the word? Resolution. Middle, yeah, resolution or middle ground, then maybe 
maybe it's not the right uh, person to to sort of hang out with for whatever circumstance. Um, but if you can come to a middle ground, you know, then then there's something there, you know. Um, it's it's just a matter of problem solving and try to get those those uh, problem solving skills uh, figured out. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're hitting, you know, like the, the friendships, it's good conflict. I mean, and conflict is healthy because then it helps you grow at times. Sometimes conflict sucks because it just happens and things are said that are that weren't meant to be said or maybe they were said wrong. But healing is important in, in friendships. I know like um, like with my fiance and I, I know we were talking about this the other time with you guys, like of uh, learning how to speak your truth with one another. And even in friendships, you need that. Like, hey, I feel this and not using you statements or or uh, you always or never, you know, try to avoid those statements and just really say, like, I felt this when this happened and let the other person reassure you, OK, well, I'm understanding this from you. Um, and then they speak their truth and you guys kind of understand. So I think uh, good friendships do that. They, they understand one another. Uh, and when conflict does come, they they work together. For sure. I think something that's super important is like understanding when it's time to let go of a friendship, but also not not letting go at the first sight of conflict. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so easy for us to kind of turn around and run away. Um, and, and sometimes if you have realized like this has happened multiple times, I'm kind of done, like it's draining and it's too much for me, then, then that's the sign. But it's when you're just turning around and running away or, or letting go at the first sight of conflict, it's, it's something that maybe you need to work on a little bit more yeah. and, and, and it takes a while for sure. Yeah. yeah. It takes a while to understand that balance. Like, have I really tried? Has this, has this conflict been arising so many times where now it needs a break, you know? So good, good point as well. So let's take this thing home with, uh, we're going to share a little bit of, uh, what we hope to find in uh future friendships that, uh, we may come across, um, personally, when I go to college, I'm really hoping to find a friendship that will um, that will last forever. Like like a friend I could meet there, and I know like I will know for the rest of my life. I know it's sort of wishful thinking, <laughs> but um, it, okay, yeah, it's something that I've I've really wanted, and I'm really hopeful that the friends that I have now are are gonna at least some of them are gonna be with me for um, the rest of time. Um, but I also like as as a sort of a testament to that. I, I really want a friendship where like uh, I can sort of go to them with any problem and one way or another we can sort of make each other feel better because as as young adults growing up, you know, problems are going to arise and we're going to need each other sometimes. So, Yeah, that's great. Um, I think I'm something I'm really, really anxious and nervous about this next part of life that uh, Mikey and I are headed into, but I'm also super excited. Like I think finding friends, finding really good friends has always been kind of a struggle, but I think that just kind of going into this with an open mind and an open heart is kind of going to help a lot. Um, but also I, I think I'm just looking for someone that can help me feel like a home away from home. Like I know that I'm not going to be living at home next year and I probably will be pretty far and not be able to come home as often. And I'm going to be saying goodbye to my sister who's my best friend and a couple of my best friends from high school. And so in that is comes the anxiety. But I think that 
um, in, in finding new friends, I'm so excited to find someone that, or find someone or multiple people that will kind of be that home away from home for me. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And I think for, for myself, uh, now that I'm kind of in a few weeks, we're going to get married. I think the friendships that we're kind of looking for is just, um, friends that they don't have to be married. Obviously it's a plus if they're married. Cause then we can kind of join in that struggle of like, whether it's homeowning or trying to find a place to own or save up for a house. But I think just people that can push us to be greater versions of ourselves and push us to be the be- the best husband I can be, push Yasmin to be the best wife she can be. Um, and sometimes just encourage us too in those moments of struggle, you know, like letting us know like, Hey, you're going in, you're in the storm still. Don't, 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 don't give up. Don't put up the white flag yet. Uh, and all that. So I think those are the friendships we'll, we'll need as we uh, join this, as we embark in this next journey. So with that being said, uh, let's go with our songs of the week. All right. So these are songs that we it can can be with our topic or not, or just a song of worship that really takes us to a great place. So uh, my song this week uh, is I was listening to it because I was planning the music for our wedding mass, and I was like, okay. And I was just going through all these songs. And this one came up, but it didn't make the cut, but it was good. <laughs> it's called uh, Come to Jesus by Joshua Blakesley. He's a um, like mid-South uh, Catholic artist. He's not big by any means, but I really like that song. It's like a great communion song, Come to Jesus by Joshua Blakesley. Oh, I'll have to take a listen to that one. Um, the song I'm going to pick was actually last year's uh, Search song uh children of god by uh phil wickham because i feel like it relates to this theme in that we're all children of god we're all um sort of sharing this earth together and i feel like if we're gonna (laughs) if we're gonna make healthy relationships we have to remember that we're all sort of equal and we're all the same um that no one is higher or lower than us um yeah yeah that's such a great one i i remember going to retreat right before lockdown and kind of uh, <laughs> jumping up and down with all of the kids in retreat. And that was definitely a fun one. Um, my song of the week is How He Loves by David Crowder Band. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a, such a great song. Um, I've been listening to worship music a little bit more. And this one kind of just reminded me of our topic today, because even when we feel like we're not surrounded by so many friends and, and it's super hard, uh, just remembering the love that God has for us, uh, which overcomes all things. And so I think that that one's a really great one. Awesome. So we thank you guys for listening and we hope uh, you guys are in this quarantine, still able to connect with your friends. Uh, and when, now that we're seeing some light at the end of this tunnel, Uh, we are able to create and build healthy friendships. We'll see you on the next one. 